0: Welcome to another edition of Philly Sports Cast with your hosts, Derek, Dave, and E Money. What's up, everybody? How you doing? How you doing out there, Philly fans? <laughs>
1: I'm doing What's good. Going doing on? good. Eagles got a win underneath their belt.
0: Got a win? Should they have blown that team out by 50? Or are you satisfied with the... Very uh,
1: satisfied. Satisfied that Portis got hurt in the first quarter. That's what I'm satisfied Beautiful. About.
0: And still, they Washington could have ran all day on them. They just couldn't score. And that was the problem.
1: And Dave, Dave mentioned that last week.
0: Right, okay, so that's fine. And it was a much-needed victory, and they came off their bye, and they kicked some butt.
1: Move on. Move on to... Get ready for the Titans.
0: The Tennessee Titans. Is it a game they have to win as well? Oh, they're, oh, they're all, all must wins now. They're all must wins, but do you think this team is some way that this Eagles team could be overlooking this game for next week's indie game?
2: They better not be. Because yeah, I agree, they overlook this game, then they should overlook the indie game and the Carolina game. And go okay, then we have three games against the NFC. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. once you look over w- this game, right. every game afterwards, this is just, game
0: is just as important. I mean, if not more, important, more important than everything else,
2: this is the one they're supposed to win. They yeah. got to win. You can't let this one get by. Hey, I you agree. know
1: Tennessee's Young's doing things down there. I mean, they uh, they lost by one last last week, even though they blew a major lead. Right. Oh, I'm not saying it, but there ain't no, no team to sniff about here. There are no teams. The record doesn't show what they can do. That's what I'm saying.
0: Jeff Fisher is a good coach. He's going to come in here knowing how to coach Tennessee team that is dangerous. I would totally. say you're right, Evan. You know Vince Young's had some time under center, and as an NFL quarterback, it's not like you're going to blow this team off. We thought they were going to blow off uh, the Saints, and they got beat. Hey, let me and show Tampa Bay. Let me
2: Tampa guys. Bay.
1: Oh, they God. got beat. Let's so. look. Let's look forward, gentlemen. Let's look forward. Yeah,
0: let's look forward. I agree with you.
1: Um, someone was making a remark um, of the comparison between Young and McNabb. Do you see that at all? Because I don't see that. I
2: don't see that either. I think
1: they're very different. His completing percentage,
2: past completion. Uh,
1: Young is 58%. I'm
2: not positive. McNabb is 62%.
1: Oh, okay, completion percentage.
2: Yeah, after like so many games. I think at the end of McNabb's first year, he yeah. has as many games now as Vince Young does now. Okay. So that's what they were comparing what I read in the paper today. Okay. It was it was that was one I think touchdowns and interceptions were close something like that and they both run. They both.
0: But are they the same w- type of quarterback? I mean it seems like um Vince Young is a little bit more like a bigger Michael Vick whereas McNabb is more like a thicker. bigger John Elway.
1: Well, McNabb was in his first year he did run a lot. I think his passing game has opened up even more so this year but than any other year. Is Young more of
0: a threat to throw or run?
1: I say run right now.
2: Still run.
0: I agree with you, run. But McNabb isn't. is more of a threat to throw.
2: But at the
1: beginning, I'm when talking he came about in for rookie Doug rookie Peterson. Oh.
0: So you're not comparing them the, no, no, this year. like You're you comparing them with um, completion percentage. You're comparing them as no, overall style. Now what completion
1: was, percentage was for the first year. Yeah, it was McNabb's oh, okay. first year and this gotcha, year, didn't, Vince Young's first five games, whatever gotcha, he got.
0: Gotcha, So it was first year comparison. yeah. Very interesting. So you know,
1: I think time will tell. We're going to have to see what kind of uh, quarterback Young becomes. I don't know. I guess any rookie quarterback is going to have a lot of problems. You know, welcome to the NFL kind of thing. Exactly. And uh, he is starting to come into his own. So it'll be nice to see what he does coming into Philly I agree. here. I mean, I you got
2: to see what kind of person he is. He's used to winning.
1: Yes. Right. He is. Yeah.
2: They win all the time. Now they're going to be losing. It'll in be interesting also yeah. to
0: see Jeff Fisher still come back to town. Probably his last year as coaching the Titans. He's got a terrible record. He's been there for a long, long, long time. It Might be time for a change. But remember when Jeff Fisher was in town? He was Buddy Ryan's defensive coordinator. And when Buddy Ryan got fired, I think it was in the 91 or 92 or something like that, after the playoff game, Norman Brayman had a choice. Do I hire my <laughs> offensive coordinator to coach this team, or do I hire my defensive coordinator to coach this team? And he, he chose... Who was that anyway? I know. I'm, it is like a bad dream, so it's got to fade in.
1: <laughs> Rich Coat.
0: Rich, Richie Dekay. More like Richie a nightmare. Richie which is a nightmare. Absolutely. And Jeff Fisher, one of the longest-tenured coaches in the league, been with Super Bowl – Highly successful coach, very highly. I'm sure he'll coach yeah. somewhere if not in Tennessee next year. No so oh, I mean it's definitely it's, an asset. It's really funny how things come full circle, and it kind of got me a little thinking about Rich Kotite. And remember the one thing that really ran Rich Kotite out of uh, the town was when his play sheet got wet. Yeah, <laughs> and he said I couldn't read it; it was yeah. wet. Like he literally said that in a press conference.
1: That's why they're laminated now.
0: I'll never forget it. I had to pull my car over. I was on Route One. I was dying. I was just so angry.
2: He had a bunch of them.
1: He Dude, did have. What's a bunch your of them. name? Go in, and go
2: play wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, this play is coming to him. to what's his
0: name. So that was a little little flashback for you guys.
2: I mean, I could. Be, I, I'm I'm happy the
0: way the Eagles played. I'm especially happy with the way Dante Stalworth changes the dimension of this team.
2: First half, the, oh, the team was so up, awesome.
0: They looked awesome. You know, it seems to me like whenever Stalworth is really in the game, he's a hundred yard receiver, which is amazing.
2: And for everyone out there, we know we have some people over in Tokyo and all that. McNabb, that Buckhalter said it was a fumble pickup for a touchdown. Did get changed today to a touchdown pass? He did pass. get that touchdown pass? Yeah, it was a fifty five yard or I was wondering how they play. were
1: gonna score that when the touchdown went in. I was very curious to see what they did and I saw that Corell got it.
2: Yeah, I think it was a 60, 64 yarder. So it's another play over sixty yards that he, he has thrown in on Touchdown. Yeah, oh yeah, very nice. That was a nice.
1: That was a lot of emotions going on in my body. For a very short period of time when all that all went down. <laughs> Ooh, oh 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 oh! <laughs> whoa 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 whoa! <laughs> I got it, I it was,
2: We were driving down. What was Mike Quick on that? He was calling it the
0: hook and lateral. <laughs> He would not stop saying the hook and lateral. But he calls it the lateral. Yes, he does mumble the lateral.
1: I can see him marbles. I in have his to go get I some marbles
0: it. and put them in my mouth and try to show you H- how it. H-
1: hook and lateral. Uh, what do you think?
0: Merle. Was, wasn't Merle. And That is the Matt Blatt splat <laughs> of the game. I'm going to go eat you some you have 15 chips. 15 minutes.
2: Go to Geico to see how 15 minutes can change your life. Woo!
0: Did Ninety-four I, WISP commercials, the Eagles. Eagles games to death. How does he still have a job? Was
2: not Meryl Reese trying to help him out there? Wasn't he like, hey, uh, it's the hook and ladder, or what was he? No, th- no, it no. was, was different- Meryl
0: Reese tried to help him out when he called um, Duckett from uh, from TJ- Washington. He called it. He said that he went to Michigan. When he, ah, he, that's in, what it was. In real life, he went to Michigan State. Oh, okay, so I guess. <laughs> Don't they have all week to
1: prepare for themselves? Well, no, they, they have sheets. Have a and they're still, oh, I know they sheets. I understand yeah. they sheets. So he
0: only read like the first – maybe they're on two lines, and he only read Michigan, and he stopped talking. And then about two minutes later, I guess Merrill Reese was waiting for him to say, no, he was meant to Michigan State. I'm sorry. I, I made a mistake. a Spartan. So Merrill Reese goes, yeah, that Michigan product, uh, TJ Duckett, for two yards. And then literally like right after that. TJ Duckett, the Spartan, ran for another three. Just so the whole crew, like everybody listening wouldn't think of how like they're in the booth. Just because they're in the booth together doesn't mean they're holding hands or they don't have one mouth. One has a brain, and the other one doesn't know how to read a sheet.
2: One has a brain, the other
1: one played football.
0: Yeah, there you go. That's the best way to put it. But it was, I mean, every time that you get a Mike Quick announced game, it's always an adventure. It is interesting.
1: And he's been doing it for a very long time. You think he'd get better.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just a piece of trivia for you. Who did Mike Quick replace in the booth, Dave? Stan, the man, Walters. Oh, really? Offensive lineman for the Philadelphia Eagles.
2: Wow. He
0: had to move to London with his wife.
2: I do remember that.
0: I think that was still on '94. Yeah, so that was a little piece of trivia for you. So, you guys got anything for me? You Great got, trivia. Any, got any questions you want to hit me up with? Anybody? Come on, hit me with something. Hit me with something. <laughs> so you need you
1: need you you need to fulfill something right now. You're feeling. I need it.
0: it. I need a challenge. Hit me.
1: What do you think Westbrook's going to do this week? Do you think he's going to do a lot of running like he did last week? I think if
0: Marty Morningwig has proven like he's proven last name? week, Marty Morningwig, best name in football. <laughs> Um, I like
2: Harry Cullen with Detroit Lions. Detroit.
0: I, I think if Marty Morningwig is going to call the plays like he did last week, get 50% of the offensive plays, Westbrook will run the ball as long as he stays healthy. I really do. You can, he turns it up. He he changes the way the game is played on that field.
1: That, those um, That rushing really established some things and allowed McNabb to do other things, and it has to be done every single week. That's what rushing does. That's it does. That, that's you have a rushing, rushing game, does. yeah. Multidimensional game.
0: Multidimensional game. Do you guys have anything else you want to add for our many listeners out there?
1: I really think that um that young could be a big threat and I really like a lot of sacks. Get the uh, front line can get a lot of pressure in there because every team puts pressure on him. It's sick and that's what rolls him out all the time. We got to contain him and get him on the ground. I think that's a key to the game. Let me ask you guys a real quick question. Are you enjoying this football season? Uh I'm not happy with I'm not happy with Not happy.
2: I'm enjoying.
1: Oh, um, I yeah, I enjoy it, but I'm not
2: Last-second loss with their, to Giants, last-second loss to Tampa Bay. It's been a very last disappointing season, and
1: now they're back and People are back in playoff action because the NFC is so horrible now.
0: You're a little bit past half in the schedule. Have you had fun so far?
1: I always have fun. Every football season.
0: Yeah, but you don't necessarily have fun with the Eagles. You have fun because it's football season and your whole Sunday is dedicated to sitting on the couch with your hands down your pants.
1: Well, my whole my whole Sunday is dedicated to watching the Eagles game because, first of all, I'm an Eagles fan and I love watching the Eagles game. If they're 3-13 and 13 and they're playing Dallas, I all I, so I'm well, how getting does up it, for.
0: How does it make you feel that the, about the flex schedule for the Colts game? How it was I love that. I love that.
1: It's going to be a tough Monday. Now, That's let cool. me ask you this. <laughs> you think... Um, do you think Dallas is going to give the Indy their first loss this week coming I, up?
0: I do not, but I do think it's going to be a good game. Do you
1: think it's possible the Eagles could? I think it's possible the Eagles could Definitely if they don't possible. get it this week. I can totally see that because of the lack of the defense in that Indy, Indy uh, action there. Lack of that defense in the Indy action there? Yeah, their Indy defense is not very good. It can't stop the no. run. They won't be able to stop Westbrook. rest book. I'll tell you that you right now. You could say now. they have Undy and in Indy. I love that. <laughs> Undy and Indy. Undy and Indy, Dave. Very sweet. We need. He's a headline man. He does. Man. <laughs> Does Terrell Owens catch two
0: touchdowns this week? What's his name? T.O. No. B.O.? Terrell.
1: 50 50?
0: 50 50. That's a great nickname for whoever came up with that in Dallas. That they call
1: T.O. 50 50 now. And what does that mean? Because he catches 50% of the balls.
2: <laughs> they don't know if he's going to catch it or not. There's yeah. a 50 50 chance.
1: I, he needs a nice hands feet kinda kinda sign. Yeah,
0: he does. He does. He caught that fifty one yarder last week. That he did. That was very nice. What well, he has seven touchdowns. Are you surprised in with the six way games Are you surprised with the way Tony Romo's th- playing?
2: Real nice. Very surprising. I thought his, when his first game when he came in, I thought that was gonna be the tone Tony Romo we would see. Not two hundred and fifty, two hundred and seventy five yards a game. Right. Yeah, the last it, week
1: was an eye opener for me.
0: Goes to show you that if you have the tools, and Dallas definitely has the offensive—I'm
1: sorry—the wide receivers
0: that you can make still make things happen, even though Terrell Owens drops fifty percent of the balls he come to him. Yeah, because those receivers make plays. They really do. They really do. They have a
2: very good offensive team with the two wide receivers with Jason Witten with Marion Barber and oh, yeah. Julius Jones. Oh yeah, it's a for nice some, core there. Yeah very it's nice a real sport, good players though. to be playing around agree enough talking good about Dallas. yeah chaos. Dallas, right but uh hopefully nothing. they lose and i'm i'm kind of hoping that's going to be one of your picks
1: here oh uh, you Indy. never know you never given know. one stay tuned yeah. stay tuned but yeah we'll get to that later well, that's a that's a game you stay away from I want a
0: quick yeah. prediction on this game. E money was the only one to pick the Eagles' loss last week, so um, ooh,
1: that stings. <laughs> ooh. Well, I'm glad they. I'm glad they won, so it's all good.
0: Okay, it's all good. Dave, prediction for this game: Tennessee Titans at the Philadelphia
2: Eagle, 21 Birds pulling it out.
1: I'm going to say 24-10 Birds. Interesting, interesting. I think. I think. I really think that that Young's going to have a bad day coming into this house. He's going to get nervous. He's going to make bad plays. Shepard's going to have an interception. I'm feeling all that. Are you feeling that? You know it. See, what, know what I'm worried feeling. about
2: is, okay, everyone's getting covered downfield. He's going to take off. They're not going to be able to tackle him.
1: Well, hopefully our linebackers hey, can step up. Here's my shoulder. Let me tackle you. Right. Okay. Yeah, they do Excuse have me. tackling issues. Pardon me.
2: Let me get seven, eight yards down the field. That's a good point, Dave. That
1: is an issue. That that will be an issue. Oh. Hopefully we can contain them when they are other ends. But.
0: DC's big prediction is going to be 27 17 Birds. What's the line, E-Money?
1: 13. Yep. Sorry, I
2: didn't mean to jump in. That's fine. That's fine, Dave. That's fine. Jump in, baby.
0: Feel free to do that more often if you like.
2: <laughs> Any uh, closing
0: and if- comments on the Eagles? How's, what's your feeling towards this Birds team, E-Money? Uh I'm right back in the swing of things now, baby.
1: Okay, I have mixed feelings about the Birds because they beat Washington without their number 1 running Woo-hoo. back. Big deal. That's bigness that's nothing. They have shown I me agree. nothing. They you know what they show me? They th- they've shown me 3 straight losses. These next two games are going to be very important to me to see if they can do it because this schedule is going to be sick hard. I just gotta see what's happening. I'm the same as I was on the third loss. All right, so they got they got a win on their belt. They needed a win another their belt for the morale.
0: Right. It will be fun to watch. So this end of this schedule is going to be fun.
1: It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. So we're gonna to have to see.
2: No, it's hard to say it's going to be fun because it's if they lose to Indy, they lose to Carolina, which so is too, so possible. To there's happen. two straight losses, and then who do they go to next? Is it Washington?
1: Washington's first,
2: so they play Washington, beat them, December then they go 5th. to the Giants, they lose again. And then they go to Dallas, Dallas. and they lose on Christmas.
1: That then, then it's over, yeah.
2: If they play the way they can play, then it'll be a fun okay. end of the season.
1: Right on. I'm look. I'm really anxious to see when they're going to be like uh, what games will be underdogs because they're not underdogs in any of these games. Right. Yet they've been lo- they lose three in a row and they're still giving points. Giving points. I mean, I understand they're
2: double digits this week. Yeah.
1: Well, I understand why. I mean, right. they're not they're not uh, next week caliber team, but it's going to be interesting to see next week and Carolina. Cause Carolina's going to be a very close line. Well, that's I
2: think next week they'll definitely be dogs. The following week probably be a pick'em. It's
1: going to be close. Cause it's gonna- I'm just saying that I haven't seen and uh, have they haven't been an underdog yet. I understand. This is the coming up is when they're going to be underdog. You know what I'm saying? And can they pull out these big wins? That's the big question mark. The big enigma. That is a big question mark.
0: Okay. I want to move on to the Phillies signing third baseman, Alfonzo? Wes Helms. Oh, oh no. Alfonso. I thought getting. Thought oh. We were announcing the big signing. No, we don't have the inside scoop to Pat Gillick. Oh, he did call him twice today. <laughs> he uh, de- declined to take my phone call. Did you tell him it was Alfonso? No. Hola. Hola. Seven-year deal instead of six, and I'm coming. We'll give you free coffee in all our stores. Done. <laughs> Wes Helms is a pretty darn good bench person, third base person to have. He's I a good player.
2: I think we said the same thing about Nunez last year. Well,
0: that's all right. Nunez did a great job this year. One
1: forty-seven.
0: He bet one forty-seven.
1: One ninety-seven, maybe. One ninety-seven. Okay.
0: But he, all right. So you're saying ta- so you're saying to me he's not a good third base. He might be a good. Well, that bench. could be
1: the reason why they got Wes
2: Helms. Duh. Right, but that's what we were saying last year. Oh, great! They got Nunez. He's going to do well. He did well when Scotty Rowland was out. But
0: last year was different because you had David Bell entrenched, and I literally mean entrenched. <laughs> he's not really moving too fast in there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm positive about the the signing. Yeah, it was guy. a
0: it was a good free agent, a free agent out there, and the Phillies got him, scooped him right up. Spend, spend spend, that's the Philadelphia Phillies no, the back
1: like, you know what? I think
2: we're the front runners, really? nobody wants, nobody nobody to wants tell him. Su- yeah. I'm surprised I, so, yeah, yeah. I thought you know the Yankees would say, we'll give up a rod, we'll take him,
0: so do you guys know what Randy Wolf is asking for per year? 30. Randy Wolf, a thirty or four star
1: thirty five dollars not what he's worth. Bob, can I say uh one dollar, not what
0: he's, not what he's worth, guys, but yeah, he, he, you don't want to bid over <laughs> no. Guess what he's asking for per year?
2: What he's asking or what they're offering?
0: I don't know what the Phillies are offering,
1: or even if they've made an
2: offer. Well no, he has two strong bids out there between okay, I I don't know.
1: I don't know anything what's going on, so I would like to try to guess. Okay. What's realistic though, because I think this number is somebody's gonna pay it. Um a year I would say two two. Two point two million? Dave. I was gonna go at least three five.
0: Randy Wolf is asking for eight million dollars per year for three years.
1: Eight million a year.
0: Eight million dollars. Wow. For three years. And well, people no. think he's gonna get it. Eight million a year for three
1: years, right? Twenty four million dollars.
0: Twenty four million dollar contract for three years. Arizona came Well, out. Tommy
1: John really comes out and plays for you, I guess. Well,
0: it's a he's a left hander. You know, if he was a righty, he wouldn't get that kind of money, but it's a left handed starter that everybody loves. People are saying the Yanks too.
2: Well, I heard Arizona and Toronto were gonna to make big, big forms. All right, good, good luck. I didn't know eight million big. I thought they were talking three. Eight million dollars.
0: Phillies won't pay that. Because they know they what they got. No.
2: Yeah, you can't have him as your number three. No, I
0: think I think you'd get angry when you could pay eight million dollars for other, even for any kind of fresh blood would be good. Yeah, so eight million dollars for Randy Wolf per year. Would you pay for it? No. You money?
1: As a Philadelphia Philly management? No, definitely not. If I was you Look, no, of course not. But you know, let me tell you something right now. All these, all the free agent pitchers, relievers, they're all getting scooped up very quickly right now. That's true. So I don't know what's going on. They better uh, make some moves that way. Yeah, the money's the
0: money's there, but I mean, I'm saying even if you got another lefty for six, five or six million dollars, it doesn't. That's not as good as Randy Wolf, which is hard to say because how can you not be as good as Randy Wolf? Even just a little bit of fresh blood, you're golden. You have two someone younger, yeah. You have two stud starters, right? In uh, Myers and Hamels, right. Two, like, potential number ones. At least Move number twos, there.
2: if not number one, yeah. At least number twos.
0: Move from there. Plus, Libra. I'm sorry, not Libra. What's his face? Well, Libra Lie- will be here, but... Um,
1: Jamie Moore, Jamie Moore. So, definitely why do you need three yeah. Yeah. number four? Why, why do you need
0: Randy Wolf? Why do you need Randy Wolf? Use that money for middle relief. Or,
1: right. Or a setup man. And it's not like we're going to be missing left. And you know what?
2: Mm. I have no problem with them bringing Floyd back up and see how his head well, is. Burr.
1: Bringing up... Uh, Got to give him a shot. He'll be out there this year. Got to give uh, him a shot. There'll be...
2: Hey, Players yeah. I would bring in before I would pay eight million dollars for Wolf.
0: Would you pay one hundred and ten million dollars for Alfonso Soriano over six years? No. Any money? I don't see why not. I don't see why not either. There's no salary cap in baseball. Let them spend. They should spend. Spend it. Spend it. Spend it. Spend it. Spend. It. He is a
1: major asset to anybody. They get. he strikes out a lot, but he also hits the candy corn out of the ball. Well, so do all the other people that get all you know all the home runs.
2: Right. Home I mean, home runs. go get Austin Kern, something like that.
1: You're taking away. Carlos a, Lee would be nice. He's if you, up there. Yeah, If you have someone well, who I has power
2: and who can run, and then you're going to put him behind Howard to where he can't run, now you're just taking away one of his tools, just go look for another guy who can hit the long ball.
0: What right. if you put him in front of Howard? Then he's not protecting Howard.
2: No, then he can put. They pitch to him, walk Howard, pitch to Utley at five. More than likely, that's what I think is going to happen if they do get him. You have to put him at third, keep Howard at four, put Utley at five.
0: Wouldn't you be really, really jazzed if they got if he brought him in though? I just oh. don't
1: see them making a big play to go get him though. Right. They've already it's made it. Happening.
0: They've made an offer to him though.
1: What was the offer though? I was
0: don't it? know. Right? Nobody knows what it was.
2: And that's—I mean—they could say, "Hey, listen, we'll give you seven years, hundred and thirty million dollars, but you can't have a no-trade clause, and you can't have this, and you can't have that." And that might be what he's looking for.
1: He definitely wants to go to a winning squad, right? And we're going to be a winning squad. The Phillies are going to be winners. Um, there's no doubt about that. And we have a hitting park, which is bringing his numbers up all the time, especially coming out of RFK. But uh, I don't know. I mean, who else is looking at him? The Cubs looking at him. Arizona's looking at him. Are the Yankees looking at him? Like Everyone's looking at him. looking at him. Yeah. I mean, who's if really going to make a place? bid
2: for him? You're going to make a look.
1: You know, take a look at him. But I mean, I'm not going to uh, lose my mind over this guy. He's just one player. There
0: has to be a backup plan, and I just can't figure out what the backup plan there is. There are
1: free agents out there. Like Carl. Like I said, Carlos Lee, he's out there. Now, that would be a nice addition. But doesn't he play? Is he first or is he? Yeah, he's first.
2: That's the only problem. That is a problem. You don't want to move him out to right field or left field or, or right field, wherever you're going to put him.
1: Yeah, he may not have the speed to do that anywhere the arm. That's true. See, I don't know, you know. I don't know all the things that they're looking at. That's a good point. But, I mean, there's hitters out there. There are hitters out there. That we can get, but I think we should really be focusing on our pitching. Our mid relief is absolutely horrible. That's I agree. I,
2: I was hoping they were going to try to sign some pitching, make a trade for Adrian Beltre out in Seattle. Yeah, Miguel Cabrera, Cabrera down in Florida. When they said they signed Florida's third baseman, I was like, "Tell me it's Miguel Cabrera. That would be awesome. That would have been that would have been good. very nice." The guy bats 330, he He'll get you thirty home runs, especially up here. We he probably would get you thirty seven. Yep, that would have been a real nice signing right there.
1: So we're I'm just, we're just going to have to sit and wait and it, I hope hopefully in February we're we're happy with what goes on. I agree. So that brings us to the Pearface
0: post of the week. All oh, we can be heroes. Just for one day.
1: Pearface has some nice thoughts.
0: You guys ready? <laughs> speaking of what we were just speaking about, Pearface Gangrene, let's go Mets and epicable. Kind of a little tete to tete over the Phillies and the rotation, and so forth. And this is what Paraphase has to say. I'm not sure I'm following you, Gangrene, when Gangrene said that the Phillies were making a strong play for Soriano. The Phillies haven't actually signed Soriano, and nobody can really say what Gillick is thinking, let alone going to do. At this point, I don't think anyone can say that the Phillies are seriously interested in Soriano. And I disagree with that because they made an offer to him. So if you're serious, you make an offer. If you're not serious, then you don't.
2: I kind of agree with him. That's what I'm saying. They can make an offer, but are they going to meet all his demands?
0: Right. So here's where Paraphace makes the big splash. I think the bullpen will be one of the first areas Gil addresses. He saw the same performances from Madsen and Fultz that you and I did, which is for sure. Oh, <laughs> And right now, I, think I just soiled myself. You're gonna wait till you hear this. And right now, the Phils have the top rotation in the division. Wow! Whoa Pear face making a strong play. That's a bold statement. Huge, bold statement. Libra and Moyer are not aces at this point in their careers but they aren't bad four and five guys. Myers and Hamels are the top two guys in the rotation. If anything, all the Phils really need is a number three quality starter. They certainly don't need to be in the bidding for Zito or Schmidt. Of course, I wouldn't complain if they landed either, which is a good point. The key here is that the Phils don't really need to be pursuing big name free agents. They need to shop well in the next tier of players. Bullpen arms are not budget breakers, except for closers. So they shouldn't have much of a problem with adding some quality middle relief and setup guys. And by the way, I believe the company that built Citizens Bank Park is to blame for the dimensions. It wasn't until after the stadium opened that they realized they were not built to specs. And this is where he's addressing that Zito doesn't want to come here anymore because of the specs. That's why they had to move the distance markers on the outfield wall. All you have to do to attract free agent pitchers is the same thing every other team has to do. Show them the money. Money talks. And pair faces again.
2: Did he quote Cuba Gooden Jr. on that one? No, Show he me the did money? not. No? Okay.
0: Help no, he me did. help you. <laughs> no, he did not. But he makes a terrific point. Show him the money and they'll come, regardless of the dimensions of the park. What you need. You but need. they're going to get that money otherwise. Right.
2: Middle relief pitchers. The best middle re- relief huge. pitchers huge. are the ones you don't know. Oh,
1: sure. Sure.
2: Because when they come in here to do a good job, well, all they do is pitch an inning. whoop de doo Right. They come in here and let up a home run. Then you Fult know. sucks balls. <laughs> And I think the guy was like seven and zero oh until oh,
0: that was well that was September. a Cormier, yeah. oh, the Cormier situation uh, though because Rick. Cormier was lights out this whole year and we couldn't stay hated his guts yeah. and that's not good. So that was a Paraface post of the week and when pair nice. face always hits it on the head.
1: Thank you, Paraface.
0: Thanks, Paraface. And you can find this and other Paraface unmentionables <laughs> in the, <laughs> unmentionable in the Philly Sportscast forum, Philly Sportscast backslash Philly forum. Okay, guys, I'm gonna refresh my cool one, and we're going to move to the...
2: Well, we got to talk about flyers first.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Oh, this is a this is always the part of the podcast where we can, you just forget. You just yeah, you just I, I don't I don't even want to know. Your mind about
0: it, just zones away. It's like you know what you know what it is, Dave. This flyers discussion is the Tennessee Titans of the podcast. We're looking forward to next week to the Indianapolis Colts game, which is in you're this, looking forward in this to case, February. In this case, the e money line, but you have to talk about the flyers. Got to talk
2: about the flyers. The, the Tennessee oh, Titans are, about what's on going the Eagle on, yeah. schedule. But, oh, go ahead. There's just, just not much to talk about. If we could talk about the Eagles being 5-4. and four. Hey, no,
0: no, no. You're right. You're right. They broke their six-game skid last night. Yes, they did.
2: <laughs> Been playing very good hockey the although, last three games.
0: Although, I will say that I disagree with you that they play very good hockey because they scored five unanswered goals to start the game, correct?
2: Correct. And no, didn't... no, no. It was 5-1. They scored one. Captain scored. Okay. 5-1, um, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. And they won the game 7-4 four so they still gave up four goals as well
2: still gave up four goals they had four shots in the last two periods all right tell us what you like Dave what I like I like the way they're playing right now okay Forsberg came back he said he kept rolling on his ankle when he was skating his new brace he says he can skate better now showed last night he looked real good I don't know if it was just wasn't tired like everyone else looked real good since the Buffalo game on Saturday they lost in overtime
1: yeah I saw that
2: still a very good game they came out I was telling D-Man, I saw him Saturday night. I said, it was one of the best games I saw all year. They were passing. They were shooting. They were putting the puck on the net. There was fights to get the... Not just fights to fight, but fights to get everyone involved. But then they lost in overtime. But they got a point out of that. That's fine. Right. Came in, played Pittsburgh. beaten Pittsburgh. They lost in the last two minutes. They did shit to bed there. I think... The goal that they lost. Now on. you
1: can't spin that Pittsburgh game as an a positive because that was not a positive. When well, no, they had the lead in that game and they totally just just shit all over themselves. Of the sports nothing cast. positive.
2: I'm saying on that goal, there definitely should have been a call on Crosby, and I th- maybe it's just me being a Philadelphia fan saying, hey, <sighs> this guy just has yeah, uh, I hear you too much leeway. Got to make sure the stars don't get in trouble for anything on the ice, and definitely a, a play that should have been called. And then they came in to Anaheim, one of the hottest teams right now. Yeah. One loss in regulation, come in and manhandle them. Derek says they allowed four goals. whoop de doo They scored seven goals. I will give up four goals any day of the week to score seven. But you say I I say everything looks rosy. You're also the same guy who just said Eagles couldn't beat Washington by more than 24. What are you talking about? What are you talking about, dude? This Flyers season is abysmal. Abysmal. When they make the playoffs, and they keep going,
0: Dave, and you're telling me you're giving me a positive thing. I don't even know where to look. I can't look you in the eye. Look to the future, my friend. Look to the future? Yep. Looks pretty bleak to me. You know why Paul Holmgren's still their GM? Why is that? Because they can't find anybody who will take the job. That's why.
2: Trust me. Like you say, all you have to do is show them the money. People will come to be a GM here. Dude, Ed Snyder will... Throws more money around than anybody right. on earth. People would come if they said, "Hey, we want you." Somebody would come there. The right GM is not out there. You don't just get a GM to get a GM. Well, let me ask sport. you this, Dave.
1: Let me ask oh, you this: the, because- the right GM
0: is not out there. No, there's no GM that you can get. Gar Snow's not available.
2: Oh yeah, that Gar would be
0: a great Snow. one. You know what I'm How about we go get <laughs> Ron <laughs> Hextall? You think
1: we let Ron Hextall go? We should bring him back. You don't think so? Uh, no. His, his- there needs to be changes in these lines. Don't you think like these? The no, they scored seven line? goals. everything's going to be great because I mean, I think they're, they. Do you think they're melding these? Uh, these back lines are melding and all because I, it, they still don't look like savvy and I think crisp.
2: They need, they need to get rid of Ratchy. I just think he's a liability out there I because everyone else is he just he's just he's slow, slow, right? Right. Yeah. He can't
1: move the puck. He can never move the puck. That's what I'm saying. I'm like these guys are. That is a good point. Right but there. There's, no,
0: there's nobody better. There's nobody in a place. Well, that's the what I'm fantasy. saying. I
1: think the moves need to be made. I need to bring some guys up from the Phantoms. Something's got to be done. That's, I
2: think Lars Johnson on the Phantoms. I thought he was real good when he came up here. He looked real good. I don't know the whole salary cap right, because around Rath- like either. what happens? I I really don't know what's happened when they cut Nedved. Yeah, and yeah. Baumgartner. When they said, "Okay, you're done. We don't want you. Nobody else wants you." They still had to pay their salary. So I don't know what happens if they say, "Okay, you we're going to cut you." Okay, well, you still got to pay me. Now yeah. you can't bring someone up anyhow because you already yeah, have money. $4 million out to him or whatever it is.
1: All right. Well, uh, let's look to the future then because uh, if the future's looking bright, it doesn't get any worse than it is right now. Exactly. I mean, this is the basement, the horrible. They're still the worst team in the league. Yep. Their power play is horrible. They were 9%. They never score on a power play, dude. And, and that's, right? you don't win games that way.
2: Three out of four. All right. So see, things are looking whoa, up. All right. Exactly. So...
1: So let's, see what, uh, let's talk about this next week.
0: Maybe it'll be n- it would well, be nice if they could do that in front of the hometown fans so and exactly. get people walking out of that, sta- that stadium just absolutely angry. When
1: you have to pay $90
2: a ticket. Yeah. Well, what's the shame? As I said, Anaheim is probably one of the hottest teams right now. You still see the the bottom bowl, empty but, seats everywhere.
0: That, well, that's crazy. That's West Coast stuff. Yeah. But what is crazy, how would you feel if you paid that money, kind of money to park, to have a beer for that ticket, and you watch them just get shellacked by Pittsburgh? Oh, it's got to stink.
2: What's the difference between watching these guys get shellacked and watching another team lose the last minute on
1: yep. a 62 yard field goal? Yeah, I mean, it happens. I mean, teams happen. I mean, I'm just saying it's just, it, it, it stings with any sport. I mean, every sport's got Are they high ticket out? prices, but I'm talking Flyers. It's very expensive to go to a Flyers game, it is. To watch a hockey game, and uh, they've been producing for ten years at least. They're always in the playoffs. They're always in the thick of things. They're always losing to Buffalo, whatever. <laughs> and it's just always disappointing. And it's but they generate so much money that you would think they do. Well, I know they brought Forsberg in and they made some moves last year. Great moves. I just need to see something happen, man. And and looking the six in a row. Was it six in a row? They lost s- six in a row. Six in a row. Looking at six in a row just really just kills me, dude. It kills me. This The only thing we got positive that it's early. That's Dave, all we got. Let me ask you a serious question. <laughs> Have you noticed more of an effort on the
0: defensive end in the Flyers since they went on the road or whatever in the past three games, defensively or no? I'm like, talking to, defensively because defensively is where they're losing these games.
2: The offense is back-checking more, which is defensively, and the defense is coming up. Hatcher's coming up on three on twos. Not that you're like, oh great, it's Hatcher, but anytime you can make but an, you're, odd you're man seeing rush. more of an effort all around. You okay. know what I think it was? I think it was Sammy Kapanen's haircut that we talked about last week. Oh, okay. <laughs> Might have been the haircut. <laughs>
1: Now, now, what do you think about the uh, the coach? Do you think he's a lame duck coach for a year? You think he's going to be here for a while? I mean, what's going on? I with definitely him?
2: think he's a lame duck.
1: Yeah, uh, he doesn't. He doesn't look like he's. And that would be the
2: Producer. Flyers'
0: sixth or seventh coach over the past ten years. Oh, easy. I mean, seven I,
1: coaches over the ten years. Yeah, that's another. Every thing. year, that's I mean, just like his sixth was the
2: longest they had for eight years. I'll around. tell he you was, what. I wonder
1: if we can name? Does him. he have a job yet? He should. I would have hired him the next day after he got fired.
2: Columbus just fired. I think it was Columbus. Fired their coach and uh, Hitchcock was up there. It was Hitchcock or Keenan. They were talking about hiring.
1: Dude, Hitchcock's so good. He's such good. a great coach. It's a shame. I don't. I mean, they just had to do What's something. What's Bill Barber doing these days?
2: I think he works for Tampa Bay. Does scouting or whatever. Is that
0: like the? It's like the Bermuda Triangle yeah. for Flyers yeah. coaches. They go to Tampa Bay and then North, they move south. to it's all east coast. LA and then they come back. It's right. Crazy.
2: That's. I mean, if you look around, you'll see a lot of Philadelphia people all around. Because Philadelphia always has a good team. They always. They do. They do. put people out there.
0: Not this year, my friend. Not this year. I want to move on to the e money line, guys. So let's take a break and we'll move on to the money line. Money, 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 money. Money, 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 money. Okay, it's the e money line, Dave.
2: Money, 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 money.
0: You're repeating the song, huh? That so, I means it must
2: be
1: going to be a good week,
2: huh, e money? Last week was a good week. This last week, oh, was last week was great. Hell,
1: how about the indie under, boys? Yeah, oh, how do you wow. predict that? How do you There's predict no that? no way you predict that.
0: Way to hit it, Ev. That's way to hit it. e money, what do you got for us this week? Oh, it's week 11,
1: gentlemen. The Ooh. week before
0: Thanksgiving week.
1: Oh yeah, and everybody out there listening, we we'll, we will have uh our picks before the Thanksgiving games. So yep. we'll, we're going to have a little podcast action before Thanksgiving. Pick week. all
2: three picks on Thanksgiving.
1: All three on Thanksgiving. And the ones uh for the Sunday, if I have I might have uh two P- picks. Probably two bonus picks. That would be awesome. Picks. Oh. What are we looking at for the 3 money symbol? The 3 money symbol. Here we go. Three money symbol is the Chiefs minus 10, Oakland at Kansas City. You got to go with the Chiefs. You just okay. got to. Because they're angry. The Chiefs have to well, let me tell you. Oakland they look Sucks. good against they looked good against Denver last week. They almost pulled that game out.
0: No, I don't know if they look good as bad as, as much as Denver looked bad. Right. Jake the Snake was throwing INTs like it was going out of style. True snakes.
1: Right. true Mike, Mike Bell was hurt. Tatum
2: or Mike Bell didn't even play. Tatum Bell was hurt.
0: Well, there's all those factors, but Oakland stinks. You yes. should be able
2: to do some
1: things with that.
0: Man, there's stink did you hear Randy Moss when he said if I had a better situation I might play better.
1: Well, dude, he had uh, what, six catches for eight yards or something? Or something man, but uh, he they look good against them. But I know it was an AFC rivalry. This is another AFC, this is situation. their biggest rival. Yeah, this is a big situation, so they're gonna, you know, they man up probably. Uh, the Chiefs are three and one at home,
2: but this is their second road game, game. against the AFC
1: West, right? Wow, and they're 0 4 on the road this year. Let's make it 0 5. Easy, it's gonna be 0 5, it's just a matter of how, how much. It really is, but I, you know, I got, I got. This is my three money sign, but I got a two money sign that's just as good. But we're going to get to that in a minute. Ooh. We have a little bit of time. Oakland's running game. Lamont Jordan's got back problems. Running game. What running game is that? Exactly. It's like not existent. It is non-existent. He's having back problems, and his replacement is he has shoulder issues. Like there's just the running game is just just totally a mess. The
0: wax paper running game because <laughs> it's transparent. <laughs> How you like me now?
1: Horrible. I love it. I love it. I love your bad stuff. Shell might start Aaron Brooks this week. More frustration and confusion. It's only going to add to it because there's no consistency there.
0: There's nothing good to say about the Oakland Raiders. I mean, they're the worst team in football. They're the worst franchise in football. They are at the bottom, the depths.
1: KC's run game's been consistent. Larry Johnson has 891 yards already this year, averaging 4.1 yards a carry. You know they're play, they have a tough schedule and they're not very good away. Kansas City's not very good away. And they're still playing, they got to play San Diego twice and Denver twice. I mean well, that's hard stuff. What is their
2: the record though? What are they 5 and 3? 5 and 4. 5 and 4, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: And this game's at Kansas City. At Kansas City and this is what they have to to keep I up, this line would be so much bigger. To keep up with San bigger Diego than 10? Uh, and Denver and San Diego, you know, they're set both 7 and 2. Right. I mean this is a 5 and 4 team that and then – Denver and San Diego are playing each other this week. So you're going you're to you're have a 7-3 and three somewhere, possibly a 6-4 and four KC coming up through the ranks. This is huge for them. They have to win. They have to win, and they have to win decisively to show some muscle. Well, how do you feel about Trent Green coming back
0: after his long hiatus? Well, he's not coming back this week.
1: Yes, he is. He's starting. No, he's not. Yes, he is.
0: Evan, let me go to SportsKate.com, and I will show you the.
2: I thought I saw today that he was starting.
0: Okay, that's a
1: good week to start him because they're such a poor team. So you got to start him this week. You got to start Trent Green this you week. You should start him this week because it's such a poor team to you, get all the wrinkles out.
2: Right, you don't want to bring him in against Denver or San Diego, exactly. something like that.
1: That's understandable. He's starting this week. He's done. They cleared him. He's done. He's starting. Okay, well, he's starting this week. Well, I still stand by my uh, pick. I like Heard. You have two
2: good things though. You have Aaron Brooks coming back, playing probably See, this week.
1: that's a big problem.
2: And he's probably going to be horrible like he has been in the first two, three games he played this year.
1: And Kansas City is going to just run the ball. Exactly. That's You're going to have Larry good.
2: Johnson going all over the place. Trent Green, all he has to do is throw a couple passes to Gonzalez, maybe a pass or two to Kinnison. That's it. How do you feel? You're feeling good? Your head's not hurting? Give the ball to Larry. Let him run. <laughs>
0: exactly. Given medical clearance by an array of doctors after a hit battery of tests, Green will start Sunday against Oakland. It will be his first live action since September 10th. Thanks to SportsCade.com for that little hit right there for the quick and easy access to that article. SportsCade.com.
1: My next pick is Baltimore minus 4.5 against Atlanta at Baltimore. I like Atlanta. I like Atlanta this week.
0: Is that because no Ray Lewis?
1: Ray Lewis and Mike Smith are out. The linebacking core is... Later, dude. The Ravens are having an amazing year with McNair, and especially last week with the comeback and everything. And uh, they're leading the AFC North 7-2. and two. How about Pittsburgh 3-6 and six at the bottom of the barrel there? Who would have thought? I mean, that's the biggest surprise, I think. Yeah, one of the biggest. It's crazy. Atlanta, on the other hand, have struggled in the past couple weeks. Losing those two games to Detroit, Cleveland... One at home. Two of the worst teams. Two teams, two games they really needed to win. Couldn't get it done for them. Right on. However, like Derek and I were saying, Baltimore's iron defense is lacking a couple key players this week with Ray Lewis and Mike Smith injured. So expect Atlanta to get back on track this week. Start running the ball. The Falcons have the number one rushing attack in the NFL, and running is what they're going to be doing this week. That's they all they're going to do, and it's going to keep the pressure off Vic, who's turned the ball over six times in the last two weeks. Two of them were fumbles. So look for Warwick Dunn to have an impressive game. With two linebackers watching on the sidelines, if he can get through that front defensive tackle and get to those those um, linebackers that don't play, he could he could get he could average you know three four yards a carry. That'd be sweet. What
2: they have to do is start running the ball to get Ed Reed up, pull him the safety up, and then, and then you can start whoop. throwing the ball. Once yep. you can go deep, keep running the ball until he moves up because you know the linebackers who backs up Ray Lewis. Exactly. I mean that would be the best job you'd think. Like hey, they're not going to play me. Totally. Oh, man.
1: So I think the running game. is going to have a huge game. Vic's going to have a huge game running, and then and then that will establish this crazy. they will bringing up these eight man fronts all the time, and they're going to do some things with the, with the passing. Interesting, yeah. I like it. Now like I'm not pick. I'm not take I'm not saying Atlanta's going to win the game, but I think that with the line four and a half, they can cover that line. That's that's huge. What's your feelings on Michael Vick? Bust or no bust, Dave?
2: I would say no bust right now.
1: You money? The consistency has not been there every year he's been in the in the NFL. So I would not want him to be on my team. No. So what's the answer? Bust or no bust? Bust. I think bust.
2: I think when you talk bust, though, you got to talk Ryan Leaf. Okay. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right, all right.
1: Well,
0: he's not wrapped in doo doo bust, but he's he's not. He
2: took him to the playoffs.
0: Is he a fraud? Is he is he a Pro, will he ever be a Pro Bowl quarterback? I
2: think he was a Pro Bowl quarterback.
0: Will he
1: ever again be a Pro Bowl quarterback? Probably. You money. I, I can see him being a Pro Bowl quarterback again, yeah. but Because um, he can run. He yeah, can throw he the ball. He does things that no other quarterback do. And I think the reason he runs so much is because he is limited with his arm and with the knowledge of where his receivers are. I mean, it's it's he, it's he if he had to sit in the pocket for four seconds a down, he wouldn't be able to do anything.
2: right. Think. No I don't think it
1: he's good. Even though he's got that incredible arm. I mean, I always think it's fascinating. He's got a Randall Cunningham arm. That long ball.
0: Okay. Emani, let's move on to the reach around.
1: <laughs> now, the reach around is a collective pick tonight. I always like to do this on week 11, Ooh, 12, 13, 14. Okay. We like to talk oh, about it. Oh, yeah. Well, you're bringing us? You're letting us on the inside. Well, I like to talk about it. This is, this is the fun he stuff. He usually hides
0: his notes for me, Dave, but this time I can mm-hmm. actually gonna be able to – oh, you want to see my notes? This? I feel like an ESPN insider, are. Chris Borken, said, here's what, Evan, here's what Evan wrote on his notes for the reach-around pick. Listen for the third pick on the podcast. It's a good one. <laughs> so you mean you listen to it because you don't even know – Oh. No, he's telling When you no. type it, when up? You it up. Put it on the – okay. okay. What is it, Ev? How good is it?
1: Well, let's talk about it. I w- I'm not going to do anything, but I want you guys to converse on what you guys think. And I'm going to tell you the line. I'm going to tell you the game that I like, and I okay. want you guys to go. I want you guys to go to, go to town. New England minus six, Green Bay at Green Bay, over under 44. What would you do if you had to bet that game? Dave,
0: I'm going to take a stab at this.
1: Go for it. I would
0: take New England to cover because the pack just blow. Although Brett Favre is throwing touchdown passes, and Amon Green is running touchdowns in. 327 yards last week, they're, two
1: touchdown throws. They're
0: playing a weak division. Every team in that division is weak, not including the Chicago Bears. New England is coming off of battering against the Jets at home. Tom Brady almost got his back broken. I think they need to know. Don't Bill Bell checks coming up.
2: I say two games in a row. That's
0: what I'm saying. Two games in a row. Belichick's going to come in. They need this victory.
1: I think they're going to cover.
2: I probably would go with the uh, over-under. Okay. I'd go with the over there. I I think New England's going to win.
1: Okay. You think they're going to cover or no? Mm, They might not cover. So you think Green Bay will cover the six-point spread? But I wouldn't bet on it. Okay. Well, you're betting the over-under, and you like the over.
2: I like the over. I like a 34-29 game, something like that. Like Something crazy. A lot of field goals, a lot of just scoring in general they're gonna just keep going down the field
1: but you know in New England's got a very good defense that stops stuff and if when farv is off it's over
2: is Rodney Harrison out
1: Rodney Harrison was out last week I don't know what his, uh let's check the sports game okay. check the sports yes. I'm going sports with him being out yeah you take him out they can check it on the sports game whoever's listening uh, you know
2: right I' would say Donald driver will have some more room out there if Greg Greg Jennings is playing all right all I just right. I, yeah I like some scoring going on
1: Favre does not. 24-27. 24, you know, 24-24. Rodney
0: Harrison suffered his second significant injury in two years, breaking his scapula. Oh, he's out. In yeah, Sunday night's up. game against the Colts.
2: Does Cur- that mean he can't comb his hair scalp? Like?
1: Courtesy of the SportsCade, sir.
2: Thank you, SportsCade. Okay. Yeah, I like some scoring going on in this game. And, uh, it should be fun to watch.
1: Well, I like it. So you like the over, and you like the pats. I like the pats. Oh, Dave okay. likes the over. I like the pats as well. Awesome, because the Pats need to regroup. I like um, the Patriots. I'm going to do it twice in two weeks. I never do that, but I'm doing it this week. Well, that's, for Kansas City. Well,
2: i was going to say, didn't you? Did you pick New England against Indy? Did you pick that game, or was that the over under or something? I I,
1: uh, I picked the over under for that game.
2: Okay, so this is the third week in a row we're picking. Yeah, New England.
1: A New England and if, game. Uh, third strike, you're out. Boop. Later, dude.
2: And Kansas City. How many games have You've been going with
1: them? Oh, I think it was uh, four or five times this year, and I've won every time.
2: Very nice, very nice. But I like that over, too. I like your thoughts on the over. All right, that's it. Parting shots, everyone out there. I don't know if everyone heard, but um, Fox has two shows coming up, one after Thanksgiving, one after Christmas. I think these are going to be great shows. Right after Thanksgiving, O.J. Simpson. If I killed her, this is how I would have done it. I think that's beautiful TV scheduling right there. After Christmas, it's going to be the Brett Meyer story. If I punched her, this is how hard I would have punched her. (laughs) The <laughs> <laughs> I think Fox is really falling on their face here. How do they promote this guy? How do they say, hey, we're going to do this? And the publishers for the book. I think it's just a horrible, horrible thing that's, to be putting out there. That's
0: Reagan Books, by the way, that's yeah, publishing it. That is and, horrible. Um, it is the worst abomination on earth. I, way. It just,
2: it's so disgusting. I just had a... It,
0: it's a, he's, a he's a monster. He an is. An absolute monster.
2: He gets away with it. Now he's like, well, let me tell you how I did it.
0: He's a monster. He's an absolute monster.
2: That's all I have to say about him.
0: But you know what's crazy about that is how long do you think Judith Regan and Fox have been trying to get him to do this. You know they've probably been hating him every year. Listen, man, if you're going
1: to write it, you might as well. Can you write it with me? Uh, well, that question is: How can he make money off it without the Goldmans making any money? That's I what t- I want to know. It's a good question. I don't know. I don't know his situation. There's loopholes in there. That's yeah. just well, that's, Loopholes. They don't system. take
2: any of his NFL pension at all. No, well, yeah, but that's can. the only right. thing they
0: can't take. It Makes me so angry. <laughs> yeah. E-Money, do you have something you want to say? As you
1: take snot up your nose. Come on, E-Money. Well, you know what? I'll tell you what. Um... (laughs) The, uh, the college season is coming in a full swing on Saturday we got one versus two in the big ten this is huge um, very important enjoy
0: game. it people enjoy it because it's gonna be awesome
2: this is what I wanted to talk about I didn't want to talk about OJ this is oh it's gonna be a great weekend enjoy this game go
1: blue now let me ask you this let me ask you guys a question real quick on my parting shot I know this is a little uh off the cuff little off the cuff but we didn't get it, really get a chance to talk about it because it's not a philly topic if Michigan loses can Michigan still be number two? I think they should be. How do you How think bad? that?
0: How bad do they lose? 2019. Yes, they're still number 2.
1: They only have one loss. Every other team
0: has one loss, but the only problem you is You got to respect the division though. You got to respect the Yeah, you got to respect
1: the strength of schedule, and I think the BCS will do that. And but that's what you what got we'll to respect them, the Big 10. If if Ohio State has not lost and Michigan loses one in their division, so Michigan, Ohio State wins their division, but so they're, they're going to play them again. But these two, I think these good. two
0: teams are so far ahead of everybody else in the BCS, and granted, it's because they're um, undefeated. How can you say that Notre Dame should even be up there? Oh, I went well, not Notre Dame, went to Notre Florida Dame.
2: and USC, are right, Three and four, but
0: they there's some there's a lot. Right. Michigan, I mean, Notre Dame is a, is a bad example because they could still lose to USC. Right? Notre Dame has Florida the game. could still lose the SEC championship game if they make it into that. There's a lot of things that would go We're around in the SEC already. My, the problem is. Michigan has proven, at least Michigan, and Ohio State has definitely proven it. But Michigan has proven. They went to Notre Dame and completely manhandled a Notre Dame team that everybody thought was one of the best in the country. It'll be proven on the field.
1: I guess that's the best thing. of I'm just talking about are they number two. Whoever loses, if it's a close game, if
2: it's a good game that we're predicting and saying, oh, it's going to be a great game, should fall no less than four. Right. Well, I can understand four. And then when they go to four, though, the BCS – Given the, the strength of the schedule. But if although,
0: Ohio State loses, do you think they should go to four?
2: Or do they go to No, I'm saying no three? less than four. They shouldn't go to two. Maybe they'd go to three. But I still think with the, when they do that whole computer ranking, right. I think those two will still be the top two teams. And that's
0: my parting shot. Good parting
2: Very shot. Very nice. Like One
0: versus two. You can't beat that in a regular season, Two boys. undefeated. Awesome. Awesome. My parting shot goes out to my main man, the sports machine's George Michael. As he will step down and retire after 23 years, Ooh. the sports machine is going off the air.
2: Oh, that, the lady who was his host for the last, like, years not taking over?
0: Nope. They're S-shutting shutting it I down.
2: Thought that's, they were bringing her in to take that over.
0: They're shutting it down. It will go off the air after 23 years. And the sports machine was always a place you could go to after a Sunday night binge for at 1 o'clock in the morning. You know you got the sports machine. Regardless if you have cable or not, it was coming on TV.
2: I used to watch that all the time after... Yep. Sunday night, breakdown and all that, go to him.
0: And then the sports machine will come on at 1230 or something like that. And you will have a blast. So, big, big shout out to George Michael. George Michael.
2: You know what? I got to have faith. Exactly. You got to have have
0: faith. faith. E-Money, thank you, as always, for the picks. Dave, always a pleasure. Go Birds. Go Go
2: birds. Birds.